Hey guys, welcome back to episode two. <laughs> What's up? How's it going? Pretty good, pretty good. What have you been up to? Not much. I went to a dentist appointment this morning, got my teeth cleaned. Okay. Almost threw up on my hygienist, if that's what they're... Is that what you call them? I don't hygienist? know. Is it a dental assistant that Are does they, it? I don't know. I honestly don't know. Something like that. But um, I had her six months ago when I got my first cleaning at this new dentist office, and I threw up on her when she was taking my x-rays. I threw up on the machine, actually, not her. But um, <laughs> do you remember that? Yeah. And it was the same God, lady, no. and she said she learned a new trick actually online because she's like oh my god i remember you i remember when you came in and like threw up on me <laughs> she was like i learned this new trick like i'm gonna use on you like i have to get x-rays like every year so in mm-hmm. six months now i need yeah. x-rays again she said that if you put salt on top of the patient's mouth like on the roof of their mouth then it like helps from oh look it stops with your gag reflex yeah oh that's interesting yeah. i've heard this thing I've only seen it online, so I honestly don't know if it's true, but, like, I think it's, like, I don't know, holding one of your, one of your fingers, I don't know if it's your thumb really? or something, is supposed to... Well, I almost threw up again today. Well. She was in my mouth with a drill, deep in there, and I had to make her stop and take off my sweatshirt. I was <laughs> dripping sweat. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, but isn't this the super fancy dentist place? No, it's not really Like, fancy. it doesn't have, like, the... It doesn't have, like, the big screens and shit. Yeah, yeah. It's just, like, not, like, a normal dentist. Yeah. It's cool. You want to explain it? Yeah, so every time you go in, you have... It's all, like, super modern and, like, aesthetically pleasing, the whole office. And then you go into... Like, they'll come and take you into your own room. And then you have your TV. It says, like, hi, read, welcome. Like, oh, they, like, personalize it like that? Yeah. And before the appointment, you also, like, go online and set preferences so you like, choose the toothpaste you want to want them to oh, use <laughs> you choose what netflix show you Dude, want playing that is so over the top i know and then they give you like beats headphones to wear while they're cleaning your teeth to like watch netflix above you oh it's genius. yeah that it's is genius. genius i wish i had that like my but dentist. i don't know if um those are like good dentists i feel like it's one of those companies where like they have a bunch of locations everywhere Right. But it's not necessarily, like, the best but, dentist. yeah, I don't think the quality is that mm-hmm. good, because she fucks up my teeth. <laughs> Literally drills into my gums. I was like, girl, calm down. Come on. But how was your day? What did you do? Um, not much, honestly. Uh, I just went to class today. It was what a class? It was theories of film. So kind of boring. We, literally all we did was... Oh, fuck. What? I just spilled beer all over me. It's okay. Um, go on. Um, yeah, so it's theories of film. And basically what we learned in that class is just... Well, obviously theories that work in... Like that... <clears throat> put, like producers, directors, writers, everything used in order to make their films. And what we went over this week was the importance of like sound. Because we had been going back from probably 19... 30s or 20s was our first the first movie we watched this semester yeah 
And then it just kept moving to, like, obviously later and later. And as we got into sound, um, the techniques for, like, editing it and shit, like, all of that just kind of had its own evolution. Uh And then, yeah, it's a whole big thing. That's cool. It's pretty interesting. And we watched a Steven Spielberg movie today. Nice. You know who that is? No. You know the Jurassic Park? Oh, yeah, I've, like, heard of, I heard that name. Biggest, one of the biggest directors Am I that ever. stupid? No. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> but it was some movie from the 70s. It was really weird. It was literally about, like, it was this dude in a red, like, Challenger just driving on the road, and he was being chased by a truck for an hour and a half. The action movie? Kind of. Sick. At the end of the movie, the truck explodes. I guess that's the action. <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty uh, good, though, honestly. That's cool. Well. Yeah, do you have any plans for later today after the podcast? Yeah. I think I'm gonna... And you are coming, actually. We're gonna go get food and get drinks. Maybe sushi. Sushi and drinks. I mean, it sounds really good. With our friend Zach. Why can't you come? Why can't I come? Yeah. Because I'm poor. So am I. You just have to figure it out. No, you're not poor anymore. Though. I just got into credit card debt. <laughs> my credit card was oh my god, they processed my like credit today, so oh, I have my credit card back. I've been trying to pay off this credit card. Well, actually, I paid it off a month ago. Yeah, but they like, I don't know how credit cards work that well, which is so sad. But like, they didn't release my next available credit for like a month because I didn't pay on time for right. a while. Right, right, right. But did you check, like, what your credit score is? Or if that, like, if that was affected at all? Yeah, I checked. We won't talk about it, though. It's <laughs> fucked. Really? It's fucked. I think Fuck. it's good, though. It's, like, a learning experience of why I shouldn't have a fucking credit card, and I really need to be careful yeah. when using it. I mean, I mean, obviously, at this point, there's nothing you can do about it. Yeah. But, yeah, that's fucked. Would you get a credit card? Do you have one? No, right? No, I was gonna get one, but I never got accepted to it. Like, I had to put in, like, an application and shit, Yeah. And they didn't accept me, but I think it's better that I never got it. Uh-huh. Because I don't want to have it, so I'm, like, I don't necessarily always have the money to pay it back, yeah. so I'm not willing to just stack it up, you know? Isn't it fucking crazy how, like, we've been in school for how many years? Like, since pre-K? How since many years is that? So it's what? K through 12? 1 through 12 is 12 years. <laughs> 13, 14. 15, 16, 17 years? Uh, basically 20 years. <laughs> and I get... They don't teach you anything about credit or credit cards or anything. And then... Yeah. I go to school for 20 years. I get a credit card. And within like three months, I just destroy my credit. That It's going to take years to like build back up. Yeah. And that's... Uh, yeah. I feel like that's like one of the biggest flaws in... The education system. Yeah. I feel like not even just here, but everywhere. I feel like for the most part, um, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> what were we Sorry. talking about? Credit cards in school. Oh, um, yeah. They didn't teach us shit. Okay, so. But also, I hate being that annoying person. Yeah, but it's like, school doesn't teach us the important things in life. Yeah, but it's kind of true, to be honest. Like, I get... I do get what they teach and why they teach it. Like, you obviously have to have, like, a fundamental base of knowledge, right? 
to kind of succeed in most fields, right? Yeah. But I feel like it's equally as important to have these life skills that we just have no idea about. You know, like you were saying, like taxes. Um, yeah, but I don't have credit. The... Everything like that, like you just don't you don't hear about it anywhere. Yeah. It's stupid. But it, when it's equally as How... important as like history or math or some shit that you don't necessarily use. In anymore. other parts of the world, because I know you've obviously you went to school outside of the U.S. for most of your life. Yeah. Do you think the education system's better outside of the U.S.? In that regard specifically, I don't think so. Oh I, really? No, I, I feel like education in general probably. It's probably like, what? Like it's probably better. Like just like general oh, education, okay. like how you would just do it, like normal high school. I feel like yeah. that's where better. Poland than China. I feel like pretty much everywhere. Yeah. At least from my experience. Granted, I did go to international schools, so I don't really know like local. School wise, I know for sure in like in China and most countries in Asia, they're super strict and obviously grades are a very big factor in like studying and everything like that and uh-huh. why they go to school. And like even having grades after graduating like high school is extremely important in other countries, I feel, really? but not here. Like here, I feel like your grades just don't make a difference. Yeah. Because you could have like a 4.3 GPA all through college, but I haven't so far had one internship that I've applied to um, even ask for a GPA or any and transcript or anything like that. It's crazy. It's also what I'm so worried about, my GPA, because it's going down this semester. It's going down this semester? Yeah. But I think it'll be fine. <sighs> Yeah, it will be. Like, I feel like at the end of the day, everything's cumulative anyway. So whenever you're going to have your final GPA on your transcript, it's going to be good. Like, it's not going to show, like, your representation of one or two semesters. Uh-huh. You know, if you've done well, like, it'll show that you've done well. Um, what should we... What are we talking about today? Should we jump into it? Our topic? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> Me and Ian are looking at each other like, shit, what are we talking about? <laughs> we fully forgot our topic for today. Um, Wait, what was it? Okay, so this week we're going to talk about COVID and how it affected us, what we did during COVID, where we are now, and if COVID's still affecting us now. I feel like it sounds like an obvious and like boring topic, but like I, it's interesting hearing like, what we've both been doing during the fucking quarantine and yeah. craziness. Like, your dad. What happened with your dad? Oh, that's a good point. Um, So, with my dad, what, March? It was... I went to China 2020 January, I think. I ended up having to leave probably a week early due to some circumstance I don't really remember. But... Leave China early to come here? Yeah. But then... Obviously, COVID hit that March, and then it was kind of downhill from there, because especially with the Chinese government, they're super strict when it comes to, like, especially with, like, a pandemic, right? They shut everything completely down. Like, when I say, like, completely down, I mean, like, they would put tape on your apartment door, they wouldn't let you leave your, like, complexes, even go to the store or anything. Are you serious? Yeah. Like, how do they find out if you like have like do people lie? You think if you have COVID, 
Yeah, so they so, don't want to get, like, locked in their room and, like, have people watching them. Cause like, I know what you mean, but... So, what they do there, right? So, you know how we test ourselves here? Yeah. Instead of that, um... It's more like they do mass testing multiple times, like, every month or so, or something like that. I don't know, like, the timetable or the schedule that they do it at, but it's... Like, they will literally get the entire city tested within two to three days. What? Really? Every person in the city. Because if the government kind of tells you to do it, you have to do it. Yeah. You can't say no. Because they will find you, and then, like, they'll lock your doors and not let you leave until you get a test and prove that it's negative or something like that. Like, they're super strict. And so, as a result, like, of all of that and China being so strict, I haven't been back, and... My dad was actually stuck there until this December, this past December, where he came back for the first time. So pretty much two years I hadn't seen him, and he comes back, what, December 18th, I think? And, of course, this is as soon as the new variant, the Omicron one, kind of hit and was starting to, like, surge really bad. That's when... My entire family got COVID, too. Mm-hmm. So, since my dad ended up getting COVID here, to get back to China now, he has to get x-rays on his lungs, multiple PCR tests that prove that he's negative, um, and do, I think it's a seven-day quarantine plus two more tests that are then sent to the Chinese embassy, like, right before you leave the country. Yeah. Um, and they have to approve that before you can even get on the plane. And they usually don't even approve it until the day of the flight. No. So, like, it can get really stressful, yeah. But, luckily, so far, my dad was supposed to leave probably two weeks ago. Uh-huh. But that flight got canceled, and it was moved to a flight. Why are the flights getting this canceled? Weekend. Um, just because of cases. Really? Yeah, because there's only, I think, Where one flight in... a week oh, to okay. China. Damn. Or at least a specific flight that he takes. It's only once a week. Out of Philly, right? Yeah. Yeah. But it's just because they don't want to risk getting any cases in their country at all. Like, they want to be COVID-free free. free. Like, they don't even want to have it at all. But obviously they have had it. Um, And they obviously have vaccines for it, too. But they're still... I don't know. They haven't started even easing restrictions, really. Really? Like, very, very minimally. The only restriction, I think, is letting, I'm not even sure if you can, but I think letting Chinese people into Hong Kong for a little bit, you can do, but you, honestly, you probably have to quarantine when you come back. I wouldn't be surprised if that was the... In China. Yeah. Once you cross that border again, because it's really just a bridge. Kind of intense, but I get it. Like, I get being... What did you do over quarantine? Like the those six months of like, like the, extreme like the quarantine. Real quarantine. Yeah. yeah. Um Or I guess well, how long was it? It was it a was, lot more than Yeah, six it was from March and we didn't It's like a year. Honestly. It probably was. About a year more realistically. But like full on lockdown where you couldn't really leave your house that much from March to probably I guess summer it kinda eased up a little bit and restrictions lifted, but uh huh. For me, what I, I guess I didn't really leave the house a lot. That whole, like, after we got sent home from school that semester. Sorry. I kind of just, <laughs> I kind of just, like, sat inside 
But then towards like the latter half is when I started losing weight and I got on like this whole fortune journey. Yeah. And I lost like 70 pounds by the end of it, which was sick. Insane. So insane. Yeah, super cool. Gaining it back, but we'll get there. (laughs) It's coming back. I'm working on it. (laughs) No, it's not. (laughs) What about you? What did you do over quarantine? I, I feel like I loved quarantine. Yeah, I wasn't mad at quarantine, to be honest. It was, like, so healthy for me, I think. <laughs> to be stuck somewhere. Yeah. But not allowed to even. Yeah. I didn't do much. I just... My parents are, like, vegan. Vegan-ish. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah. they would... My mom, my sister, me, and my dad, we'd all, um... Every night just come up with different recipes, like, vegan recipes, and, like, cook these, like, insane meals... Every night of the that's week, so which was nice. nice. That's so fun. And then, like, I, I had this too. one friend who I'm not friends with anymore. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> this one friend who lived right by me. And she had an older sister who was friends with my sister. And we'd always, like, in the middle of quarantine, hang out, like, meet up at the beach. Like, hang out at the beach oh, and, like, so nice. smoke together. Or, like, yeah. just, like, chill and, like, talk. Yeah. See, that's but nice you had that option. Something crazy about quarantine. So, where I live on Long Island, where my family lives and where I grew up, yeah. we live right next to the hospital. Like, we literally live on the road to the hospital. And every, I think it was every day at, like, 6 p.m., that's when the nurses sh- like switch shifts. So, like, 6 a, p.m., okay. A group leaves and a group comes. Right. So, like, our town started, well, actually, we kind of, st- my family and this other family, the girl and her older sister, yeah. started this thing. It sounds so weird. It was nice and cute. <laughs> what was it? But everyone on our road and, like, surrounding roads would go out at 6 p.m. and start, like, banging the pots and pans to, like, clap for the healthcare workers. Oh, that's wholesome. That's yeah. super nice. But yeah. then it turned into me and my sister. We'd go on the roof of our house because we have, like, a little balcony. And I'd bring my DJ set out and this giant, like, karaoke speaker... And our family friends would come and, like, stand in the yard because, like, my parents didn't want them coming in, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this was around 6 p.m. We'd have a little party. We'd have happy hour before the 6 p.m., like, noise thing. And we'd all just chill and play music in the front yard. And, like, me and Abby would be on the roof with the speaker. <laughs> That's then, so sick, though. Yeah. Then it turned to, like, we got really into it. We got really, really into it, yeah. Like what? Like, weird into it. So we live, like... <laughs> 10 or we live like 20 houses away from the hospital on the same road yeah like they could hear us from our house but then we were like they can't hear us so at like 5 50 we would all drive our cars and we take multiple cars so we have more noise and park at the entrance of the hospital and like nurses would walk out and stuff and we'd just lay on the horns beeping and like people would make signs and stuff oh my god that is a lot but that's so wholesome right and like such a yeah that's so good but then it like through it, yeah. It like then. swindled down to where it was just like two people doing it towards the end. <laughs> that was a little awkward. <laughs> that was fun. Yeah, that I can imagine. That's so nice. Like I feel like we had kind of different quarantine experiences because I didn't really, obviously not being from here, I don't have friends where I like, where my parents live. Yeah. Like in in the U.S. Um, but. I don't know, like, I, did, I wasn't able to get out, like, or see really relatives or anything, because everyone was obviously scared. Yeah. Rightfully so, but, I don't know, that's so nice you were able to go to, like, the beach and shit. Yeah. 
Perks of Long Island, huh? Yeah, I guess. One of the dirty beaches. <laughs> no, but that's so nice that you guys did that for those nurses, too. This is like the deep, like a deep question, and I'm not a deep person at all. It's fine. But it, I know it has happened to me, but do you think COVID changed you? I think it changed everyone, actually. I don't know why I'm saying. Definitely did change everyone, but like, in what ways did it change you? Okay, so that's actually, so COVID happened at such an interesting time for me. Obviously, it was first, it was freshman year of college, and obviously my first year living in the U.S., and then that gets cut, well, it doesn't get cut short, but my experience in college gets cut short so I feel like being able to grow as the person I was in high school like I would have grown differently yeah Yeah. it got completely cut off and I kind of I feel like I shifted past and I kind of turned into more of like a homebody like just kind of stay in just do what I want to do like get what I got to get done done and not have to worry about it yeah um but at the same time I feel like it I mean, I fucked with my mental health for sure. Did it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, staying inside all the time. Yeah, like, like you know this, but a lot of, like, well, before COVID, I didn't really have... God. (laughs) Before COVID, I didn't really have that bad, like, social anxiety. Like, talking (laughs) to people. Don't laugh. I have actual social anxiety. Um, But, like, after COVID, I find it so difficult... Like, even now that we're finally going back in person, and it's, like, kind of nice going back in person for classes and all that, but it, I, like, I'll speak in front of the whole class, and I'll be, like, shaking for, like, five really? minutes afterward, yeah. Or, like, I'll be speaking, and I can hear my voice is, like, trembling, and I don't, like, I'm, like, I feel like That's it's just because I, clo- I closed myself off yeah. with COVID, you know what I mean? Like, how it closed everything, I closed I myself it, off yeah. with that. What about for you? Oh, it totally changed me, I think. For better or worse? What ways? I think both, because whatever is going to happen was going to happen, so, like, it's making me the person I am. Yeah. But, like, I don't know. I feel like since COVID, I have this new weird trust issue thing where I can't trust anyone, literally anyone, even strangers walking on the street, I think... They're going to, like, stab me or something. I don't know why I think everyone's out to get me. Like, what do you think that's from? Like, being isolated so much and, like, not talking to people? Like, I feel like it's a mix of, like, it's definitely part, partially isolation, partially because we do live in New York and it, so much shit happens here constantly. And we're always aware of it, right? Like, we're yeah. always, like, reminded that, oh, someone got stabbed here. Oh, the fire's <laughs> over there. Like, some shit's always going down. So I feel like you subconsciously grow, like your awareness and you're just constantly scared because you don't know who it's going to be yeah no one knows exactly so i feel like it's an understandable yeah that's definitely one thing and another thing from covid that like has definitely changed me i think similar to you my like social skills have really declined but in a different way where i know you were saying you got like very nervous to like speak in front of people in your classes and stuff yeah for me, it's so strange. Now, like, I, like, develop this, like, annoying, obnoxious attitude <laughs> where I, like, just think that, like, I could just say and do whatever I want and, like, mm. I just say things and they just come out of my mouth and I'm like, shit, I just said that. 
That's interesting. But, like, I don't care. It's bad. No, I know. Like, I need to start caring. I know what you're saying. Because like, my fucking words hurt people, but, like... <laughs> like, I wonder if it's, like, from isolation, it's just, like, a buildup of you not being able to do anything and get, like, any of your yeah. energy out. Because you're just, like, you're just always full of energy anyway. Like, you always want to do shit. So being stuck in one place, I can't imagine. Yeah. It was rough. Yeah. For but you, like, especially, for, I can imagine. Yeah, but for everyone, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And obviously, different people, different experiences, yeah. but... It's a weird time. Weird time. It's crazy that we went through a pandemic. I know. At least it's finally kind of ending. Like, yeah, but, like, what's next? World War Three, probably. <laughs> yeah, point, don't say that. Fucking Putin, that dirty scumbag. Like, why? It's crazy. I, I feel like the past, like, two years, the world has felt like it's ending. And I think maybe that's why I developed this fuck off attitude where I'd like say and do whatever I want yeah. and like think I'm entitled to everything which is not good definitely not good but also understandable and especially like I've been thinking about it lately understandable come on I mean like if the world's gonna end you don't oh, fucking yeah, know like yeah. it's an understandable like response to it cause nobody knows what's gonna happen you know what I mean and like two years ago today we started the pandemic and now here we are, now we're basically going into world war. <laughs> yeah. And, like, I was, what I was going to say, like, I've been thinking about it. I was thinking about last year, even. Um, like, January last year, there were threats of some war, too. And, like, a threat of, like, a big. Were there? Yeah, I don't remember exactly what the details were, because it obviously never panned out to happen. Yeah. Thank God. Wait, but, I, like, remember hearing yeah. about that and stuff. So, it was, like, and, like it was, seeing it on yeah. social media. So, it's, like, ever since COVID started, it's just been, like, a domino effect of bad shit after bad shit after bad shit. Wait, I have to jump back into the COVID and isolation thing, which I think may be... It just, like, popped in my head. Go for it. But it involves, like, social media. I think that in quarantine, when we were, like, stuck inside so much... We still had the same amount of access to all the social media we had before COVID. Mm -hmm. And I think that really, like, not tore people up, but, like, people didn't know that it was, like, affecting them. Like, scrolling through TikToks for, like, now we do it for, like, a few hours a day. During COVID, I was on Snapchat, Mm -hmm. Instagram for hours a day because I was sitting inside. I was seeing what people are doing. Like, all these stories of people either, like, traveling. Like, how are they traveling? It's COVID. Or, like... How are you having fun? And, like, I think that really affected me as well. Yeah, where... that is such a good point. I didn't even think about that. Right. Because now that you said that, I'm thinking about my, like, during quarantine, I really just would sit and watch, like, YouTube or some type of anime or some TV show on my phone. And I would just, like, yeah. on hours on, like, I wouldn't get off my phone. You know, it would be at, like, 5% by 3 p.m. You know what I mean? Because I'm yeah. just constantly on it. It definitely created some unhealthy habits. Definitely. It's crazy. Do you want to talk about social media? We can, but we're at 28 minutes right now. We can dive into it a little bit. I'm down. Yeah, let's go. So what's like the social media you use the most? Or which social media do you think? I think it's a mix of Instagram and Snapchat. Okay. What about you? Do you not count TikTok in there? I, like, do, but, like, I use it differently. I use that for, like, entertainment for myself while I use Snapchat and Instagram for, like, communication and to see, like, what's going on. Okay. 
yeah, which yeah, yeah. isn't good. Why? Because you shouldn't like everything on social media. Like it's all like glamorized. It's mm, not. Like, no, of course, of course. So I think that like fucks up with your head. Fucks your head up. Yeah, I guess it kind of creates expectations. Yeah. Of like how life should look, how, like this idealized. Um, perfect life, like every that everybody is supposedly living. Uh huh. You know. But everyone's just posting literally the best moments of their life, wherever they can. You know, yeah. you know what I mean. Like for me, I definitely use Instagram the most, and if you count YouTube, I guess. But yeah. not that I post on YouTube. I just consume so much. What do you watch on YouTube? YouTube? Everything. I watch things from like, I watch like gaming commentary videos. I watch just people talking to the camera about some funny shit. Yeah. Like, literally everything. People doing challenges. Like, it doesn't matter. Like, I just like consuming that mode of entertainment, you know? And the same kind of goes with, like, streaming and stuff. I never really tuned into, like, live streams a lot, but I started watching a lot of live streamers and, like, what, like, clips of them and, like, videos they posted and shit like that. So I kind of... Do you think it's healthy doing that? Like, sitting and watching streamers, even though this is where, like, social media, like, kind of breaks me up, where, like, there is, like, an education part of social media where, like, you can learn things. People, like, learn so much shit. You can Google, like, how to, like, do anything. Yeah, and of course. And, like, to yeah, it. there's, like, tutorial videos for everything on, like, YouTube. Yeah. You know what I mean? But, I don't know. I feel like, I agree. Like, it can be harmful, but beneficial at the same time. I feel like with streaming and streamers, a lot of, um, like, a lot of their viewership turns, like, I think the word's parasocial. You know what that is? It's sort of this idea where, um, so we're, take a streamer, for example, um, if, if, like, the viewers of a streamer, after watching them for a certain amount of time, they believe in their head that they know them. And that they're friends with them because they have witnessed them do so much, like, so much stuff and had spent so much time with them. Like, obviously, but they're just a viewer. So the streamer themselves are, like, obviously unaware. Like, they don't know who this person is. But they, in their heads, are like, oh, yeah, we're friends. Like, I know who you are. Yeah. Like, I know you. Like, I know you well. You know what I mean? And I feel like that part of it can get super unhealthy. Because people yeah, can get obsessed. I didn't even. One little, yeah, one little thing changes and people fucking, they flip and, like they'll turn their backs on you, like, they, people go crazy. It's interesting to, like, it is. see everything that social media can do. Social media sucks. Could you imagine a world without it where, like, be so much happier? God. It would, but at the same time, I feel like I can't actually genuinely picture it without it. Because it has, like, while it harms so much, it also has just made it so much easier it's- to connect with people yeah. that you don't know or that live in different yeah. countries I'm literally speak making, different languages and shit like I'm making plans for tonight with my friend through Snapchat yeah like it's so weird like it's it just it's becomes so it's like normal. a new medium for communication yeah and even if you say took out social media but like left in the like texting and like you could phone call like like your cell phone is still what it is just without the social media I feel like it's not like, I feel like there's other things that would inevitably take that shape or um, other, like, sorts of apps that would harm them in the same way. Well said. Well said. 
Thank you. Well, do you want to wrap it up? We're hitting about 33 minutes here. Yeah. Let's wrap it up. Yeah. Oh, just wanted to point out, sorry about uh, this episode, because we said we were going to have the psychologist on. <laughs> oh, yeah. But we had a couple um, scheduling issues, but we're hoping to get her on soon. Hopefully. So hopefully we'll be able to get that episode I out. Think that's, that'll be a really fun and good episode. Yeah, I think that'll so be much extremely informative. Agreed. I love talking about it. Yeah, and I feel like we all have different experiences with it as well. Yeah. So it should be super interesting. See you next time. Peace.